three. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, 18 months ago I left this job basically based on built-up stress, on living in, in stress, home life, work life, that might sound like you as well. And I had no notion that I would be back here. Um, I certainly had no notion until late last year. Uh, when I went along to a conference, I was, didn't go along, I was emceeing a two-day conference and I had a keynote speaker who's joining us, a lady called Josie Thompson. And Josie uh, is, a, is a neuroscientist. She's a speaker. She's a trainer. She's an author. She lives in Brisbane, mm-hmm. but she's been to New York, Shanghai, won awards all around the world. And the bizarre thing is that when I was getting there to introduce Josie, I had no idea that what she was about to talk about would, would give me the key not only to what had gone wrong with me, but what was going to bring me back very so- shortly. I, I want this to be about you, though, if you're out there this morning and you are living in a prolonged spe- uh, period of stress. And so I'd like to welcome my friend, Josie Thompson. How are you? Hello, I'm very well. I guess I'd like to describe the moment when you kicked off that conference and you did this fantastic drawing of the brain, a side relief of the brain, like a question mark up on the stage Mm. and how it works. And I said to you, have you just drawn a picture of me? And that's generally the reaction I get when I do that. It's what I call Neuroscience 101. We are born with a brain, but we're not given an instruction manual and we have no clue really how it actually works. And oftentimes it actually lives through us without our conscious awareness. We're not in control. Our brain is ruling us. So are you a neuroscientist? Are you a doctor? Like where does all that work? Well, I studied my master's in neuroscience and I am also a two times cancer survivor. And I was curious. I had a brain tumor and before that I had thyroid cancer. And I was curious about why I survived, why people with lesser cancers were were dying. Where did my will come from and how did I go on to become a better version of myself rather than bitter, which is what I was seeing a lot of people doing. Mm. And I realized in studying neuroscience, I discovered a lot of the answers and I was able to heal myself through some pretty significant physical and emotional and mental traumas. Sorry, you're saying you thought to yourself better. Absolutely. When you think better, you actually live better. Hey, Terry. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying hard every day. There are a lot of people out there in prolonged periods working in a stress zone, whether caused by home matters, work matters, whatever it may be. If you spend a lot of time in that stress zone, the brain gets into a pattern where it, it's, I'm sort of saying it won't back you up. I couldn't work out how I could be so frontal lobe ready, performing stand-up, coming up with ideas and all the rest of it, but still so fatigued. So when you're not paying attention, the brain does what it's really good at, and that's safety. And what it does is it's hypervigilant and it's looking out for potential threats in your environment. When we think about what we don't want, we get what we don't want. So I don't want to have another crap day. You actually manifest the conditions for it. So What what you think about comes about. Yeah, and, and there's a saying that says where focus goes energy flows. This puts the brain into a chemical relationship, Different doesn't it? Different state, yeah. So yeah. when you're focusing forward, you're employing the executive brain, which is the part of the brain that allows us to make rational, wise decisions most of the time <laughs> and have inhibitory control emotionally and have cognitive flexibility. Now that is where we need to be when we want to drive our worlds forward. But if we're focusing on the threats of our lives, the things that are not going well, the things that we don't want to have happen... We usually have a fair bit of cortisol flooding our brain, which puts us into that fight-flight 
freeze, please, appease, F off mode. Yeah. And when it does that, we're not focusing forward. We're focusing back and trying to keep ourselves safe. So for Tez, he mm. chose to walk away from radio and chose to do things that made him relax and do things he enjoyed and spend time with his family. At my own pace. Because, I mean, I think most of us are touched by people who are struggling, whether they're mm. struggling with cancer, whether they're struggling with depression. How did you then go about going, right, I'm going to change this space. I made a decision. There's a difference between choice and decision. When you've got choices, you can sit on the fence and you can waver and you're not really committing either way. But once you decide, you draw that line in the sand and then you direct your will, your focus, your energy towards that outcome and nothing will get in your way. So what did that look like day to day? Look, it starts from the moment you wake up. The first thing I do when I wake up is open my eyes and I say, thank you. And I smile. And the second you smile and you look up, it sends. Remember, Terry, yeah. I showed everybody at the 200 conference. people looking up at the, yeah. at the ceiling. If you actually lift your head and look towards the ceiling and put a smile on your face, it sends a small dose of dopamine into your prefrontal cortex. And the second it does that, it's not going to solve all your problems, but it's going to shift your mood. Like you cannot be depressed and look up and smile at the same time. Try it now. <laughs> it doesn't sound much on radio, but it's much better. And so from there, I then decide, well, how do I want my day to run? You know, you've really got to pay attention to the narrative, the unspoken words that your brain is listening into and choosing a narrative that's aligned with the quality of the day or moment that you're wanting to get through. It was an extraordinarily fortunate meeting of you late last year mm. that put me on the path to recovery. <laughs> and I thank you very much. And even when I look at you now, you've got a BS meter that's looking at me saying, you're not there yet, mate. Oh, you're well on the path. You're well on the path. <laughs> it's Robin, Terry and Bob on 97.3.